Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts Connect the alarm Change the podcast you stream Connect the snooze Ten more minutes to dream Connect the shower Lather up with the news Sports talk Comedians or movie reviews Connect with that three hour philosophy show Change the drive into work In traffic so slow Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Yeah, I mean, they also made blood pudding. I, I, don't, I don't really like them. The British and their, yeah. their tastes and stuff. Yeah, no, they do weird stuff, man. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not into the whole thing. Especially for, to have been in charge. Do you know what I mean? Like, they How eat like... Are you, ru- you suck. How are you running it? That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, y'all eat like the slaves, and that don't make sense. Like, black people <laughs> true... You know what I mean? <laughs> black Why people are you had, eating the scraps, baby? Yeah, <laughs> had to take the scraps. Why are you choosing the fucking scraps? <laughs> you started out with blood sausage, you idiot. Yeah, it's it fucking weird, man. Come oh, on, God you could just damn. do regular, not bloody sausages. Ugh. Ugh. Give your meat a good old rub. Yep, we're back. <laughs> That's the perfect way to come back. Uh, we're, we're back here for part two of My Mama Told Me's Holiday Special. Extravaganza. Extravaganza. There's there's goddamn uh, streamers strung all around us, and I don't know what you do. Yeah, Christmas. bring us some figgy pudding, bitch. Oh, figgy pudding. Have you had figgy pudding? No, I don't know what it is. I don't either. I only it know sounds, in the context of that song. I'm not going to lie. It sounds pretty good. I, it sounds like some shit I would fuck around with. I like banana pudding and I like Fig Newtons. So mm-hmm. if it's anywhere like some kind of weird mixed breed of that, I would fuck with it. That would be crazy. That would be crazy, right? Yeah. Damn. What if, what if the reason we've never had figgy pudding is because it's so good that they had to like truly like wipe it off the map? They were oh, like, they had to take it out? 
Yeah, they were like, this is out of control, delicious, and it's making, it's tearing families apart type shit. That's interesting because not a lot of foods die like that, right? No, but I bet. Pea pudding just died. I bet we don't know why, you know, for a reason. Olivia is saying figgy pudding is a pudding in the British sense of the word, which means it is a steamed cake-like dessert. Wait, it's a cake? Yeah, it sounded. They are so dumb about food. Can we, man, the British need to kill yourself. Stop eating food, maybe, because you're bad at it. Oh, beans for breakfast? I'll kill you. We're getting more information here. This particular Christmas version is traditionally made with sweat. Sweat, uh, which is raw beef or mutton fat, eggs, brown sugar, breadcrumbs, spices, dried fruits, and last but certainly not least, brandy. British had bad taste in food is what Olivia said. I don't know. When you say all those things together, I'm not mad at it again. I was I didn't like the raw beef or mutton fat, and then I started liking it as we went along. Yeah. And then they topped after. it off with some E and J. Which we know for a fact is a sponsor of the episode. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's 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 from day one. That's from day one. We are brought to you by the Irk and the Jerk or Eastside Juice. I don't know where you're from. Ernestine and Jamal. I, I, yeah. I think. <laughs> you come for the Ernestine, you stay for the Jamal. You stay for the Jamal. But no, I, I'm going to kick us off a little more into some of this research, but I, I, I think we should also open this up. You talked about this over the break, that, that we should probably open this conversation up to a lot of holiday traditions that sort of deal in, I think, just race and community and, and people's uh, behaviors, if you will. Yeah, I like that. Because racially, people are weird on Christmas. Germans are yeah. hiding pickles. Like, there's all kinds of weird shit going on. Right, yeah. A lot of people are doing some odd shit in, in celebration of a uh, thing that we feel like is a little more standardized than they're treating it. Yeah, I don't even know if uniform... What is... Okay, wait, anyway... I want to know, do you have information on, did he die around Christmas? So he died, he died on December 6th. That was the original sort of like death day. So today. Yeah, he died. He died today. That's a, wow. That's beautiful. Here we are recording December 6th. And this is the day St. Nicholas died. Let's pour one up for him. Yeah. Then why don't you drop something for my man St. Nicholas to let him know? You're the man now, dog. Yeah, Wait, we, we, I can do better than that. I can do okay, better. But than that was that. pretty good. Let's see what else do, happens. Okay, okay. Well, no, give on. us no. You can do better. I can't do better than that. All right, this goes out to you. Yeah, St. Nicholas, Saint Nicholas. How did you say it? Uh, Saint Claus. Saint Claus. Trying to smell your dick in heaven, dog. We hey, hey. one time for <laughs> for Center Klaus. <laughs> okay, so wait. So when all these Dutch people had this party, that was December sixth. Uh, yeah, they were going out and partying December sixth every time. And then in 1809, this dude Washington Irving basically helped to popularize Center Klaus stories. With that poem? Uh, no. Although you're, what you're thinking of is 
is my boy Clement Clark Moore, who wrote Twas the Night Before Christmas in 1822, which ultimately ends up giving us the current iteration of Santa Claus, the chubby, sort of jolly fat riding around on reindeer, climbing up chimneys, Santa Claus. But, But this dude, Washington Irvin in 1809, basically starts describing Santa Claus, but he's describing him originally as like a rascal with a blue cornered, three cornered hat, red waistcoat and yellow stockings. See, I like that a little better. I don't know why, but it sounds like Pimpin. Yeah, he's tacky. He's got, I got a my three cornered hat on. <laughs> you can't tell me. I thought a two cornered hat bitch said something. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said my man's a rascal. He's more, he's sticking he's sticking thumbs up people's butts. You know yeah, what I mean? I got he's these a, yellow tights on. You ain't telling me shit. What you gonna do about it, motherfucker? <laughs> you dealing with Saint Nicholas. <laughs> Santa Cruz. <laughs> I can't remember the name already. Center Center Klaus. Center Klaus. Yeah. You'll you'll fuck it up again, I'm sure. Yeah, it'll be all right. It's, it's my holiday too. So <laughs> So what was he doing when he was a rascal? I like that better. So I don't I they weren't really like super specific about the rascal of it all, but it just doesn't sound like a dude who's like walking around as much like giving away gifts as he is like a little more elfish, if that makes sense. Okay. See, that's fun. I would rather it be like Christmas time pranks. Yeah, that I would like, be into that. The twelve pranks of Christmas or something. You know, it's, we're in the writers' room, but yeah, he, he puts like a, a he like gives you a a wet willy, and then afterwards he's like, ah, I got you something. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you a little something. I love you. You're a cool guy. <laughs> come on, give give me a kiss. Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, on. come on, baby. <laughs> it's me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Santa Claus. Yeah, one one for each corner of this hat. <laughs> All right, hey, I like this he version. shows up with the hat around his waist. He's like, "Uh oh, the hat's down here now. Gonna have hey, to do some more kisses." Yeah, kiss around it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he he was more of a fun guy with a blue hat before before old uh, Clement Clark Moore gets involved with Twas the Night Before Christmas, which is the poem that tells us that he's this big fat dude. And before then, he's like a Turkish silly billy. He also introduced like the reindeer and stuff too, right? Yeah, he introduced the reindeer. He introduced the chimney climbing, all that stuff. That was a big shot, like, from a man, like... You know, it really was. And, and... Frankly, it feels like uh, almost like how Dracula is is now our depiction of vampires in a way. You know right. what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, definitely. One dude was like, "Yeah, they all got those Eddie Munster haircuts and yeah, like, and we're always shoulder like, oh, pads and the the high collars and the red." Yeah, yeah we're like, oh, that's what they look like. Yo, does he get his credit for inventing Santa? I don't think so. I've never shouted him out. <laughs> yeah. I never. Right. I never been one time for my boy. Hold on, we could do it though. Give give shout out my boy one time for my boy Clement Clark Moore from Twas the Night Before Christmas. We love you. You're the man now, dog. Hell yeah. We we honor you on this day, St. Nicholas's death day as well, because you you made him look less Asian than he was before. You took and somehow made him fat, which I don't think there was as many fat guys back then. So that was a defining trait. Yeah, you went out of your way to be like, this dude eats like a motherfucker. 
and then gave him re- and then gave him reindeer, which aren't indigenous to the United States. Nah, you're like, was it a ant. was it an American guy who wrote that? I believe so. Yeah, it was so he American was dude. That's a real crazy. Well, remember Santa? I think he Santa lived in the North Pole, so he imagined what the North Pole animals would be, which was oh uh, wait, shit. he already lived in the North Pole when he was like a when he was a Turkish rascal. I think by the time that my boy Clement gets involved, he is a North Pole resident. Oh, that's not as strange then. I think Clement, it may have in fact been one of the people that introduced that concept okay. to it. That's that's what all of this is. It's like Clement really shaped all of what we now understand to be Santa Claus lore. Okay, that makes sense. I could okay. Okay. So he took a lot of big swings and and made made some hits. He really he really Still doesn't sound like a it. black dude. No, it's not a black man at all. He, in fact, I looked him up, and I've never seen a whiter man before in my life. <laughs> Truly, looked like uh, somebody tried to draw Thomas Jefferson by heart. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here.
it then becomes even more popular because uh, stores start to advertise Christmas shopping in 1820. By the 1840s, newspapers were creating separate sections for holiday advertisements, which often featured images of the newly popular Santa Claus of the of Clement's version of Santa Claus. So this went completely it's just propaganda. It's commercialism, dog. Damn, That's all it is. It was is. just the mall being like, hey, we got to get people to to have a reason to buy more stuff. See, now I don't want him to be a certain black. part of the year. I don't want him to be black. I don't want him to be a tool of capitalism like this. That and that honestly was my big takeaway from all of this was I I kept thinking Stop telling little kids that Santa is black. What you need to tell them is that Santa is a white devil trying to trick niggas into buying stuff. Do you know what I mean? This is this is capitalism. Fucking bars, nigga. You know nothing about that. Come on, we we don't need black Santa. We that's the white man's evil at work right there. And they can keep that nasty pudding for themselves. <laughs> yeah, I bet I bet Figgy pudding ain't shit. Fuck yeah, I can't believe pudding. we even gave you the time of day. We we were we were teasing you. You we think I put that in the mouth of a king? <laughs> you can kiss my three cornered hat. Figgy, Figgy pudding is for peasants, as far yeah. as we're concerned. I want I want I want salmon. I don't, like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that was. I loved uh, it. It felt good though. Uh, yeah. So fuck Santa. This is whack. This is beat. This shit sounds like Valentine's Day. So it got me thinking about basically because it, this continues right in 1841. Thousands of children get invited to this Philadelphia shop to see a life-size Santa Claus model, and it was basically then put in the newspapers and became this very popular thing for people trying to bring big crowds to their stores and shit to bring in their own Santa Clauses and life-size models and shit. And then in 1890, the Salvation Army starts dressing up homeless people as Santa Claus and getting them to solicit for, for money so that they could basically provide for more homeless people. That must but, have been a complicated rollout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we can't find anybody to play Santa Claus. And like, I know some guys. And then for a while, children just think Santa Claus like smells like pee and is mentally ill. <laughs> That's not a great plan. And uh, Santa not Claus. Not all homeless people are mentally ill. Maybe back then it was different. Yeah, maybe homeless people were just uh, one one big hit away from from getting off them streets. <laughs> Do you give to the Santa Claus on the street? Do you ever give more because it's Christmas? Uh, I don't think I have. I think I give to specific. <laughs> I, I don't give to any. No, I'm joking. If I give, I, I try to give to specific individuals. I feel like the yeah. more often an organization is involved, the less that money is able to stretch towards the people it's meant to stretch to. Especially now via GoFundMe. Like, you do have to have your, like, wits about you when you're on there, but you get, it's, like, a lot easier to just, like, fix one person's Christmas. Then. Yeah, and I try, I, I try to live under the rule that, like, if somebody's asking and you have it, give it, and don't think twice about, like, the story or what they're going to do. None of that shit really matters. And, like, frankly, I wasn't going to do great shit with it anyway. Nah. And so, like, if I got it, you can have it, and I don't give a fuck. But once you start adding corporate ties to it, it starts to feel like, oh, okay, well, 
you're paying somebody's salary and maybe people get pennies out of this and shit. You heard it here first, folks. Langston Kerman hates charity. I hate charity and specifically the Salvation Army. <laughs> Suck my dick. <laughs> I don't salute your troops. Not for one. <laughs> I, I, hey, I'm with you. Fuck it. But so they, they're dressing up homeless people as, or, or rather they're saying unemployed men uh, Santa Claus and then sending them into the streets of New York to solicit donations. And so the popularity grows and grows and grows until suddenly we are now putting Santa Claus on Coca-Cola bottles and shit. So this is anything born of this kind of cat is bad. I, I, I'm not for it. I'm, yeah, it doesn't I'm seem... more against Santa Claus than I was when we started this. You should be. He truly is just a, a scam being run on us by rich people. Damn. Now, where it gets fascinating, and I think this is some of what, what we were excited to talk about in terms of other holiday traditions, is I did start looking up other sort of like depictions of Santa Claus or a Santa Claus-like figure across the world. That's what and I want to know about. Yeah, there's some fun ones. So in in Germany and Switzerland, there's a, a dude named Chris Kind, Chris Kind, was an angel-like figure often accompanying St. Nicholas on his holiday missions to deliver presents to well-behaved children. So the the Swiss and Germans all believe in this Chris kind angel sort of like backup singer that that rides with St. Nicholas to go do the rest of this shit. I don't Um, know. If I'm going to have a deity, I don't want him to be the B team. Yeah, that's real. I don't understand why an angel is sort of like playing backup to. Yeah. Also, don't you got God shit to be doing? Yeah, you're you're a real unfocused angel, and yeah. I think I think God's gonna smite thee when when he finds out what you're up. Oh, to. both hands. Chris kind of bad at this. That's what I said. <laughs> so then in Scandinavia, a jolly elf named Jultomten, Jultomten delivers gifts in a sleigh drawn by goats. He's He's got goats flying him through the air. I guess that is good, too. The goat's not like a majestic beast. No, and, and frankly, not a focused one, either. It doesn't no, seem like goats are No, they eat tin gonna, cans. Yeah, <laughs> the they're, <laughs> they're going to stop for breaks and shit. <laughs> yeah, shit's all over the place. <laughs> Feels like a lot of kids are going to end up without gifts if, we, yeah, if we're following like Jewel Tompton and his plan. What else do we got? So then in Italy, there's a woman called La, Be- La Befana, who's supposed to be a kindly witch who rides a broomstick down the chimneys to deliver toys into stockings of lucky children. La Befana. And she, she gives it to lucky children? I almost like that better. Oh, that just, just some kids lucky. get it. Yeah. I almost like take the morality out of it. It's a crapshoot. I'm playing dice. <laughs> <laughs> playing dice with these presents. Doesn't matter if I'm bad or good. I, yeah. Uh, I'm truly just uh, praying it ain't snake eyes. Exactly. Because that one's easier on the parents, too. You have a broke year. Oh, you guys weren't lucky this year. Damn. Sucks. That's, Damn. Maybe but we're going to keep working on it. We'll write some letters and see. Yeah, La Bufana, you know, maybe you'll get her next time. Yeah, she'll, she might come. There's also. Pierre Noel is French, and he puts stuff in kids' shoes. That That's his strategy, I guess, is like small little trinkets and, and 
hummuses. I don't know what he's putting in shoes. Yeah, I don't but, like that. French bread. weird. You got a cheese. Yeah, I don't I don't get what he, his plan is there, but he puts it in the shoes. And then we get to my personal favorite, and I imagine yours as well, which is which is my boy Black Peter. That's just a guy I know. Zwarte Piet. Uh, <laughs> oh, is this the reason they wear blackface every year? Yeah, yeah. Now now we're getting to the fun stuff. <laughs> this is specifically a a Dutch oh, Scandinavian. Oh weird. No, I think it's like Netherlands type thing. Yeah, Netherlands. That's the Yeah, Dutch, the Dutch. Right? Fuck them. Where children are taught to believe that they receive their presents from Saint Nicholas, who is accompanied by a black servant called Black Peter. Adults will often dress up as St. Nicholas and Black Peter, a white person painted in blackface, and visit children and adults to uh, St. Nicholas arrives from Spain in November by boat in Holland together with his black servants. So in Spain specifically, they're like, yeah, he comes by boat and he has a bunch of slaves with him. And then in the Netherlands, they're like, yeah, it's just one real popular black slave. But he's straight up a like, is there any history? He's just a slave? Yeah, he's just a slave. I looked it up. It, it's not, they're not, uh, he's not like a magical slave that does magical things. This is a nigga with a job <laughs> to oh, do. Oh, guys, just like smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> well, here was my, here's my big takeaway. And I don't know how this is going to sit with you in this, but Black Peter and I, I felt this way. I read all about him, and I, I felt like there's an argument to be made that Holland is the only place being completely honest about what Santa Claus actually is. A slave? No, a slaveholder. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? I mean like yeah. the same way that 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 there's no way to make a billion dollars without like intentionally exploiting a workforce and a, a massive amount of people, there's no way to make toys for children all around the world without similarly exploiting a work group. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, this is, this is darker than just telling your kids there's no Santa Claus. I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do better telling them that he's, he's not real, not a uh not, not He a has fucking- an active slave named Pete. Yeah, not a Michael Fassbender uh, type character. You know what I mean? Not a fucking monster. Pete sounds like a lost, lost people, right? There's no, there's no, there's no place he came from. Pete doesn't know his origins. Yeah, Black Peter, he ain't, he ain't got nothing. There's no history there. They didn't even give him a last name. He just lives in a, li- a life of servitude to St. Nicholas? Yeah, he just rides around with St. Nicholas handing out gifts that, that he doesn't really get credit for, it sounds like. So I think if there's anything to learn from this episode, is that the Dutch are monsters. Yeah, I. but again, I, I think there's a point to be made that the, maybe they're just being honest, right? Because yeah, Santa but you Claus just said be- you want to let a kid be a kid. You know what is not doing that? Tell them about slaves. Yeah, but if you, but at least in this way, they get a moment of just being like, ah, oh, Black Peter, he's he's like a happy slave. The same way that like, I fucking I don't believe, think that's good. <laughs> I, Bro, I don't there's think no kid who's racially going to be like, thank God my parents gave me a leg up by telling me about Black Peter. I just think that it's a chance to get, at least get your kids uh, defending themselves from the evils of this world faster. 
by being by being straight up honest. Santa Claus can't exist without slavery, and we live in America. We don't, or in Holland, we white slaves. Are you out of your mind? You think we're gonna? You think we're gonna enslave white people? <laughs> That's that's more fantastical than a man that delivers gifts to every child. Enslaving white? No. So we enslaved the black, and his name is Peter. I don't love this. I don't love this. I don't. Love, I don't. I don't. I'm I don't, not promoting it. I'm it just feels, saying it they're feels being like honest. promotion. Of all the you didn't you weren't pulling that shit to the lucky Italian witch. <laughs> <laughs> Because she's not being honest. Why is why are they lucky? Is this truly a lottery or are they getting preferential treatment because they live in the neighborhood with the guy who pulls the cards? Oh man. This is this is I don't I don't listen. I want you guys to know I'm not for Black Pete. I don't like it. I I'm not for Black Pete, nor am I for Mountain Dew, nor am I for a lot of the things that you keep accusing me of. I am merely saying that in a world where these things exist, we need to acknowledge their effectiveness. <laughs> oh, man, I think you just wrote a manifesto. <laughs> Yo. I... Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, 
HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. I think there are lessons to be learned from a black Pete. Do you know what I'm saying? America just No, made- I, I got to say, I think that I'm, I started this off. Black Pete makes me pro-white Santa. Whoa. Black Pete makes me like, just give him the white fucking Santa then. God damn it. But see, I think that that's, un- I think that's, that's making a mistake because it's Why do same- you want to put slavery in Christmas? It's in so many other things. Like, because you're already telling me it's in Christmas. Before you learned or we talked about any of this Black Pete shit, you said that Santa had slaves. He has the fucking elves. That's true. And so America's just lying to us and going, look at these cute little white almost not human critters that are our Santa's quote unquote, happy, pleasant workforce. And instead in Holland, they're like, look at that sad nigga over there having to help him deliver. His look gifts. at him. Look at him. Deal look with whatever him. the fuck that is. And you now do, do I think they've interpreted it right? No, I do not. But I do think at its core, <laughs> they're at least giving an honest lesson about what this day is. I, I, <laughs> You gotta be, you gotta be tr- true to yourself, man. I don't know, man. This seems like a lot for children. I'm not saying. Listen again. My daughter will not be raised. I want to be clear. You're my, gonna my, <laughs> look at that Pete Kabyle all sad. We don't have a black Pete on the top of our Christmas tree. You got Michael Jordan eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Just dropping sad, <laughs> dropping off a of Hot Wheels and getting back in his fucking Volkswagen Jetta. No, <laughs> we're not. <laughs> Damn, man, that's that's the worst Christmas ever. We're not going to be promoting Black Pete in this house. My daughter will not be raised uh, knowing Black Pete as an option. But what I will say is that if you are a, a Dutch person who has lived under Black Pete's unfortunate reign for as long as as you have, it's fucked up, it's evil, shame on you, but also kind of honest. I mean, the term is brutal honesty, right? Yeah. I'm not for Black Pete still. I I I, 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 I feel like I'm. I keep this whole thing I'm is based not... in the honesty. You're like you're like this is the it's all made up. It's all made up. Christmas is all made up. So now you want to choose honesty when it comes to putting sl- racism in or slaves in there? No, yeah. man, I don't want any children. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want yeah. any black kids to be like that. Looks like my uncle. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think. I think, and again, the effectiveness, I think that's why you put a black, a white man in blackface so that it doesn't look like anybody's uncle. It truly is just a, a non, a non, non-comparable fucking little caricature. How do you say that word? I can't put my, I can't put my finger on it, but my heart knows this is evil. My yeah. heart knows you're speaking evil right now. But I'm saying it's evil. <laughs> I, I acknowledge it's evil. 
Okay. I'm just saying evil and honesty are not always fully separate entities. That's that's fair. That's fair. I still don't fuck with that. Uh, I still don't fuck with that. <laughs> well, I I did also look up. I know I, clearly you don't fuck with it, and you've sort of acknowledged a bunch of this already. I did want to look up if there are any Santa Claus traditions in primarily African countries or black countries, and it doesn't seem like there is at all. Like, it we doesn't it. seem like a lot of Africans especially fuck with Santa Claus at all. Now, I will say, y'all got Christmas because colonization and all the shit. Yeah. Like, you, you're not exempt from Christmas, but you don't, y'all just, like, go to church and get dinner and shit, it seems yeah, it's like. Yeah, a pretty reasonable day. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have all this magic, lumps of coal and yeah, people yeah, breaking yeah. and entering in your house, fucking bringing the black slave along. Now, let's yeah. just go to Christmas, be happy for Jesus, get a couple presents, we're out. Yeah, be happy. Hey, hey Jesus, you made it. That's pretty hey, cool. Hey, appreciate you. You didn't Good live very out. long, but but you, you did you did get here, and that's cool. And you didn't live very long. You also had like 13 missing years or something, right? Yeah, now you did some fucked up shit that, uh, that old Joseph and Mary had to get wiped off the record. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to get Fresh Prince of Bel-Air for a minute. Yeah, right. You got in one little fight and your mom got scared. And that story is probably a little deeper than you've made it seem, uh, yeah. Will. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I think a little more happened that day than just a ball bounced off a man's head and suddenly you had to move to Bel Air. Let's, yeah, let's yeah. be honest. You had a you had a history with that gentleman. I think you killed the guy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I I don't think that uh that that many African countries seem to give a fuck about Santa Claus in particular. It it seems like there is a a already sort of like pre-cooked awareness that this is just consumerism at its at at play here that that Santa Claus don't got nothing to do with that. It developed completely outside of that part of the world, right? I want to know what South Americans are doing. Oh, I don't actually know. I don't think they fuck with that shit either. Oh, I feel like, hmm, that's tough. That is tough. <laughs> yeah, tell me what you think. <laughs> ne I've never known South Americans or even Mexican. I never really know. As far as in my life, I've never really known them. It seems like to fuck with that shit either. Yeah, uh, Olivia uh, is typing Noche Noche Buena, which is the good Does night. Does that mean good I'm night? Not, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. But that did, are you suggesting that, oh, it's, it's celebrating more Christmas Eve than it is even Christmas Day, it sounds but like. But there's no, like, there's no, like, man who comes to your home. There's no, like, Mexican Santa Claus, I guess is the big question. See, I didn't think so. I didn't. No. I, that's what I'm telling. So that means, so then you look at the world as a whole, right? South America, Central America doesn't fuck with it. Africa doesn't fuck with it. The Middle East doesn't fuck with it. Asia, as far as I understand, does not fuck with it. I guess Turkey, Eurasia. So this is a purely European sentiment. Yeah, and, and Turkey doesn't really fuck with it. They did fuck with it, and then it got washed into some other people's shit, and now they're like, man, whatever. So that means this is just like 
a figment of the Dutch imagination. Yeah, no, it's white. It's white trickery uh, at its most At its finest. This is at the yeah. highest level. Nobody yeah. else gives a fuck about that shit, man. Damn. I'm back I'm back off. I'm you're back, back off, off Santa Claus. Sounds like you're back on the Black Pete train. Let's go. Hey, no, 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 Let's no, 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 <laughs> oh yeah i don't want nothing to do with it i i knew that i didn't like this i knew this i knew it. coming in i didn't like this <laughs> well i think we solved it i do i do think we we nailed this episode at its core it sounds like santa claus is is truly just some made-up white people shit to mostly trick us into spending more money than we have i think we did it i feel good Damn. about it so black people stop stop buying into a black Santa. That's just a long con to make you personally invested in your own your own destruction. And white people, keep up the good work. You're nailing it. We're <laughs> we're all really proud of you, and uh, you have nothing to regret. Surely, surely, white Jesus will celebrate you and kiss you on your forehead when you make it up to white heaven. Bye, bitch. <laughs> Wait, tell everybody where they can find you. It's <laughs> like a logical closing point. <laughs> you, can find you can find me at Cool Guy Jokes 87 on Instagram. I post all the stuff I'm doing there. And, you know, just uh, keep coming out to see me. I really appreciate it. It's nice to see you in person. And, uh, you know, fuck Black Pete. Not fuck <laughs> Black Pete. Fuck the institution that spawned Black Pete. Sure. Black Pete is just a man working hard, and I don't want to be against that. All right. Well, you can follow me at Langston Kerman. Also, uh, on... www.blackpete.biz. <laughs> Send Langston an email. <laughs> you can follow me at Langston Jelani Kerman on all up. platforms. Jelani, stay out of my goddamn emails. <laughs> And as always, if you want to send us your drops, your conspiracy theories, your suggestions of what we should do with Black Pete and Santa Claus. And personally, I do believe that I would Boris against it, but I believe that Black Pete deserves sex, too. So I'm what? not sure what what happened where he's like Black Pete should go sexless and enslaved for the rest of his life. But if you want to fuck Black Pete, I say fuck go Black for Pete, it. Please. <laughs> He needs it. Suck on some Know your hair is going to smell like Newports, but other than that. (laughs) Uh, But if you want to send us your conspiracies, send them to mymamapod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And happy holidays. Bye, bitch. I can't go anywhere. Suck my dick. Black P. Hi, bitch. We're back. (laughs) (laughs) You thought we were gone, but we're back, bitch. And we've got something exciting to tell you. Very exciting stuff to to let you know about. Big news. First big news on the table starting December 20th, right? Mm -hmm. December 20th, 2022. We're on YouTube. You asked for it, you animals. And we're giving it to you, you filthy pigs. You filthy fucking pigs. (laughs) (laughs) Full episodes of My Mama Told Me streaming on YouTube. You can watch Langston laugh, me lick my lips because I don't know what's going on. I'm worried that I'm in some dry lip phase. I've been using chapstick. It's not going good. Oh, no. You're in your dry era. But but yeah. guess what? Guess what? 
we're wet with content, baby, because because it's all on YouTube. It's available for you to view. You've been asking about it, and there it is. And even more exciting, this is a, another little another little scrumptious thing that we get to offer you is we are doing a live show. Uh, hey. Finally, we are David and I are are finally going to be live in front of our 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 eight. And and maybe even tens of fans doing a live episode of My Mama Told Me. It's going to be at the Elysian Theater here in Los Angeles on on February sixteenth, twenty twenty three. We're really excited. We would love for you to be there. The tickets, the information is all going to be linked here on the YouTube that we promised is now available. So so click the goddamn link, you idiot. We did all this work. You better click it and you better show up. Mazel tov, bitch. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.